Welcome to the Kiki Sesh Podcast. I'm Jelly Mac. Today we're talking about the dress wearing, gender bending, LGBT icon, pride flag wearing, watermelon eating, skinny legend. Well, enough about me. <laughs> JK. I'm talking about Harry Styles, of course. Um, so Harry Styles has dropped his new album, Harry's House, and, um, it's finally here. It's number one everywhere. And let me just say, I had high expectations, um, going into this album. His fine line album, um, was a massive success and that I was actually very surprised by how good it was. It's something that I go back to you know, all the time, just listening in my car, doing laundry, studying, what have you. Um, that Fine Line album is really good. So Harry's House, yeah, definitely high expectations um, going in. So so I've listened to this album quite a few times, and it's actually very interesting. It's sonically very different from his past album, and this one is growing on me, and... Um, of course, Harry Styles is a huge star. He's selling out stadiums everywhere. This album is a massive success. And it's interesting listening to this album because the demographic, I'm not really sure what the demographic is geared towards. Is it for young people, older people, um, Gen Zers, millennials? I don't know because I feel like this album is just very different. It doesn't feel like a Gen Z album, but then again, I'm not a Gen Zer, so I don't know. It, it's just it's just something that is different, that is not um, not your traditional pop star would release as an album. And actually, I think that makes him, you know, um, a really cool sort of artist. Um, for him to do something that's different from the norm and do something different from the standard. So let's unpack Harry's house. All right, so first song on the album, Music for a Sushi Restaurant, which is very interesting title. Uh, I feel like it's a good opening. We get some harmonizing, almost has this pentatonics feel to it. Um, we get some acapella sounds in there. Um, this song seems to be about, um, uh, Harry being in love, which I feel like is the overall theme for this album. So for the first line, we get green eyes, fried rice, I could cook an egg on you. Hmm. Interesting. Um, that could mean Harry's on a date in a sushi restaurant. Maybe he's writing this song at a sushi restaurant, or maybe he's really craving sushi while he's jamming out with his significant other, um, Olivia Wilde. Yes, shout out Olivia Wilde. Um, Harry made an album about you, girl. You must be doing something. Um, the musicality of this song feels new. It feels original. It feels different. I feel like it's very playful. Um, I feel like you could do anything to this song, just as background noise, really. Um, so I think it's a strong opener. Um, I must say the first time I listened to this song, I was a bit taken back. I was just like, Huh, there's a lot going on. Um, but after listening to it a few times, I would give it a solid 8 out of 10. All right, so up next, we have Late Night Talking. Um, I feel like this song is growing on me. 
I like the chorus. This one sounds like the beginning of a relationship, you know, when you meet someone new and you just want to spend all of your precious time with them, whether it's going on dates or being on the phone. I feel like that's what I'm getting from this song. And Harry is, uh, Harry's making a lot of people wishing they were Olivia right now. Um, but I give this song maybe a seven out of 10. It could change a week or a month from now, but that's what I'm sticking with. All right, so next song, Grape Juice, which is a very interesting title because last album we had Watermelon, and now this one we get grapes. So fascination with fruits, Harry? Hmm? Um, this one isn't as juicy as Watermelon. Ha, no pun intended. Um, with this song, I feel like the theme is, you know, very obvious. Harry is in love, and I'm just really happy for him. Slash jealous, no, but really happy for him. And um, it's not too fast, not too slow. Um, this one, I feel it's a solid 8 out of 10 for me. Um, so Harry's in love, and... Here we get Harry's in love from song to song, and I'm here for it. As it was, next song, that song, obviously, is the lead single from the album. I feel like this is probably the most radio-friendly song off this album. I play this song all the time. It has a very groovy hook. Um, it's just a really fun, catchy song, so solid 10 out of 10. Um, up next, Daylight. I feel like with this song, we get someone not being so sweet to our Harry. He sings, you ain't got time for me right now. Aw. Just want to give him a hug. This song has got a nice chorus. We even got a cool drum solo. Travis Barker, is that you? Get out of here. Um, yeah, we know Travis Barker is everywhere and everyone's favorite, um drum machine. So I give this one a solid 9 out of 10. I listen to this one all the time. Um, up next, Little Freak. Okay, so after listening, I I feel like there's just more to this song. I want to know the full T. What birthmark is Harry talking about here? And sounds like he's having maybe regrets. Um, who is a Little Freak? Uh, so many questions. Um, and it's I guess I would describe it as a sad song, and I'm a sucker for sad songs. So, you know, I'm going to give this one a 9 out of 10. Um, up next, we have Matilda, which, um, shout out to that movie. Oh, what a moment. I love that movie so much. One of my favorite. All right, so Matilda, whoever you are, Harry sings, you could throw a party full of everyone you know and not invite your family because they never showed you love. Mm. Enter Dr. Psychologist Harry Styles <laughs> to the chat. Um, I like this song. We all need a friend or a partner that says, you know what, F them, I got you. And um, with that said, this song is a little depressing for me. <laughs> um, JK. Um, Matilda, whoever you are, honey, everything's gonna be fine, okay? I got you. 
Harry's got you, apparently. Um, I give this song an 8 out of 10. Cinema, my all-time favorite song on this album, hands down. It's got, like, this funk to it that just makes me want to dance. I'm I'm obsessed with it. I play it all the freaking time. Um, I feel like this song could be his next single. Hopefully this song he drops a music video for. Who knows? Um, I will literally buy a ticket to go see Harry Styles just to perform this song. I'm obsessed with this song. It's a 10 out of 10 for me. 10s across the board, honey. Um, and then what's really cool, it goes from cinema right into Daydreaming, which is another fantastic song. Um, I feel like Daydreaming is right up there with cinema. If not better, it depends. It's just... I, I think both of them are just really, really great songs. Uh, Daydreaming has like this very sort of like infectious kind of just, for me, it's like hard to just listen to it and not feel happy and good inside, you know? It just takes me to a whole other world. I'm not in my head. I'm smiling. I'm just sort of rocking back and forth. It has like this mix of old and new. Um... And I hear a little bit of a disco in there. And I feel like to go from cinema into this one, it's it's just genius for me. Um, 10 out of 10. And, you know, like I said, going back to the old school stuff, I don't know. Harry, I feel like he pulls a lot of um, his sounds or he gets inspiration from like that old school back in the day music. And I and I really love it. I think that's that's very cool. Um, next we have Keep Driving. All right, so here we get a little bit of a indie Harry. Honestly, I don't know what's going on in this song here. We get, um, Harry singing cocaine side boob, choke her with a sea view. Confuse me? Um, this song is just open to many interpretations and I haven't a clue where to start. Um, I feel like I got to play this song a few more times to really appreciate it. I'm not there yet, but um, this song gets a 7 out of 10 for me. Um, Up next, Satellite. Um, Here we get one of the most commercial songs on the album. We get Harry sort of being ignored by someone that's maybe not so interested in hearing what he has to say. Uh, Maybe this is the person trying to figure out what the heck's going on with cocaine side boob girl. I don't know. Um, This one hasn't really grown on me yet. Um, So I give this song a 6 out of 10. I like it, but I don't love it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Next track, Boyfriends, which I feel like that's a very fun title right there. Um, I just want to go right into it right away. Like, boyfriends, what is that about? Um, but after listening to them, I'm getting a, a little country vibes, maybe somewhere in the boondocks. I don't know. This one's just a little um, different and not a bad different. This one sounds like maybe Harry's calling. Um, he's calling out someone for staying in a relationship that they're maybe not happy in. This is sort of um, a stripped-down ballad. Uh, It's kind of raw, relatable. I wish there was some more sort of instruments in there. I kind of wanted some drums. Uh, Travis! Um, I like the song overall, and 
it has this weird thing where it's listening to it and so it makes me want to cry a little bit. I don't know. So I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. I, I, I would say well done on that one right there, Harry. I like. Um, and then finally, we get to the last song, Love of My Life. Is that a declaration, Harry? I could totally see this song on the Stranger Things soundtrack or just like in an 80s movie. It's I don't know why. It just has this very 80s sound to it. Um, for this one, Harry might be having regrets after a breakup, or maybe he's just having fun. Um, that's the thing with music. It's, you don't know, is it autobiographical? Is it sort of just fun with just a bunch of writers? Um, who knows? Uh, nor do I care. But this song, I feel like it's a really good track to close the album not too much going on musically but i feel like this song just focuses on harry's voice which it carries a hundred percent 10 out of 10 um for that song overall this album it is quite different than i anticipated it is um not bad and um it is certainly going to be one of those albums I could see myself going back to listening and appreciating each time I listen to it. And I think that's a great thing. Um, it's not a typical pop album where I could listen to it and play it out and then not listen to it for a while. And Fine Line is an example where I've played it so many times, but each time I go back to it, it's like I hear something different and something new and I feel like with this album, the first time I listened to it, it was just very different. It's not your typical commercial album. And I think pop, pop, uh, and I think pop stars should make albums where it's not geared towards, you know, having commercial success. I feel like Harry, he is the master of his craft here. And you could really see that. He puts a lot of time into layering, you know, just with the lyrics and the, and the instruments and all that stuff going on. And I really like this album. I could dig it. I would recommend this album. I would recommend this album to pretty much anyone. It's, um, it's very cool to have a pop star like... It's very cool to have a pop star like Harry Styles who I feel like um, his generation and his fan base, the Gen Zers, could listen to something like this, which is just so different, and make it so successful. It's not like a typical pop album. It has this very indie-flared, um, old-school sound to it, and I think to bring this album into the mainstream, it's that's freaking badass. So congrats to Harry on having a fantastic album. But I would give this album uh, a solid A-. minus. Absolutely. So there you have it, folks. Uh, thank you for hanging with me. Um, feel free to listen to other episodes of the Kiki Sesh. Until next time, peace out. Bye.